0: hey the labor of love the um insanity is doing the same thing over and over and and expecting different results podcast we made a podcast episode episode 176
1: i'm i'm gonna have to have to read uh, real quick i kind of forgot that number
0: (laughs) I'm gonna have to cut that that long ass pause there. Just saying dead air. <laughs> um, episode 176. We made a podcast. The fact that we're not on uh, the biggest platform that's possible at this point is ridiculous. I going around listening to people's analysis is so bad. Holy moly, what is going on? They're what? so bad, but we're here to provide the really good analysis. Um, from people that actually watch the games and take notes on the games. Actual notes. Actual whole page. One game is a whole page of notes here. Every single thing that happens of importance has a minute next to it. A minute number. Damn! Do y'all do that? I don't think you do. No. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, We might talk about...
1: Doing it all for no love.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a labor of no love. Oh, that's a good title, actually. <laughs> Write that down labor of no love. I was <laughs>
1: getting more and more depressing.
0: <laughs> um, I get never mind, I'm relax. You just get a broken heart emoji <laughs> for the uh, just put a broken heart for the uh, picture. Yeah, what picture Say what
1: picture of McConan from the video, uh, fuck love.
0: Looking sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit about the classical. If you want to, I mean, that was a long time ago. Now, um, I mean, it's mostly a long time ago because of Champions League. But um, like, we gotta wait till Wednesday to record with Champions League. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Champions League recaps. Talk a little bit about this Barcelona board resignation um, and what that means for Barcelona or what it doesn't mean for Barcelona. And we'll bring back the illustrious, the incredible, the incredulous, the indefatigable UFC Cs. Although Caesar is distracted right now. He is doing a lot on his three screens. Um, But if you look on YouTube, he does have some juice that he's drinking. Some straight guava drink. Guava nectar. Straight up corn syrup nectar. He ain't getting the good one. It is. This is from the this is from the meat, but nice try, Bucko. <laughs> swap meat in Long Beach. Nice try, though. Straight up corn syrup. Um straight up hater. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. So did you want to talk about the classical a little bit or, or what?
1: Yeah, let's talk about that old ass game.
0: Yeah, I mean it was important because, you know, Real Madrid won three one. Um it's juxtaposing the Classico to the game today against Juve you would I mean it's just unbelievable how quickly uh so-called pundits forget what's going on um but yeah the Classico I mean I got notes I watched it Nacho started Asensio started um I put in the third minute, then Messi's already dropping back to the halfway line. I don't even know what they're, they're like listing Messi as a center forward. I'm like, dog, he's literally freaking like I watched Inter play Shakhtar. And even though Caesars has it muted, I'm going to continue. <laughs> uh, I watched Inter play Shakhtar and Arturo Vidal Dallas literally just play where Pirlo played. Like, just way back there, just like picking out passes, like right in front of the center backs. I'm like, that's basically what Messi's doing, like half the time. Except he doesn't. Except he doesn't start there. Like he'll be kind of up at the top, and he just come on back, get the ball, and pick out baller passes. But it's interesting. Um, don't want to spend um, too much time um, on it. Oh, good.
1: Um, only reason I'm not talking because you said it ruins the audio, so I mute myself while you're talking. Okay. This so you screamed about me earlier. That's what I'm doing. Continue your recap. I don't want to ruin your audio. Okay, so go ahead. So,
0: like I don't even understand. Like I'm actually <laughs> kind of tripping right now because Caesar's bringing something up. I said like three weeks ago. Hey, like,
1: I, some people take time to adjust. It has to become a
0: habit, right? Labor of love. Caesar's bring, I said this like three weeks ago, and never and never even complained about it. Ever. Well sometimes
1: things hit later, like Trump's comment. It just hits me a little harder later, okay? But listen, pause. Um what's what's really crazy is that about the like every time I the most that's literally the most annoying thing about a Barcelona match. Anytime you watch a Barcelona match, when they list positions, I'm like, this man does not play center forward. He hasn't played center forward and since and since rotationally during the during the the, the, the MSN whatever the hell MSNBC lineup they had but it was rotationally like they like, he does not play center forward. Stop listening to center forward. FIFA 21. Stop putting him at center forward. It's ridiculous. He does not. He plays literally right defensive mid. That's what he plays right. Defensive mid. He's an RDM. He's an RDM. And if, and if that uh, Dutch uh, um, coach was a real one, he would actually run a, a a four two three one and put Messi at RDM. That'd be a fresh ass lineup. i be like, now, now we're talking right now. You put him back there, put the little mini dude running around the middle, put some other players, put Trincal out there, I don't know the hell he plays, and then put then put Junior Firpo at fullback, but Messi at RDM. Now we're
0: talking some real tactics. You, you know what's funny because once again, going back to Shakhtar uh, Intermatch, they listed Marlos, your cousin, is, as the right uh, defensive mid in the 4 2 three, one. But Marlos was getting up there in the front and doing something and shooting the ball a lot. Just, put Me- just line Messi up where he is. Just put him in the formation where he is. He can still Bam. get up there and shoot. Bam.
1: Bam. Casemiro and Messi be doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so except for, except for the defensive part. they just be on the field in the same area minus the defense. I watched that Real game. He had, like, four shots at the goal. Same thing, Messi, began like, four shots at the goal. <laughs> you might as well. If he comes to – send Messi to real so he can play an alternate C- CDM with Casemiro, I'm down.
0: It's really crazy because I'm just like – the only difference is he just doesn't – like, when the ball – let's say it's like a goal kick – he starts off in the front, but then he just drops back, and I'm like, "Yo, like you're a you're a deep lying playmaker." The and the re- more reason for saying that is, he still hasn't scored a goal for the run of play this whole season. It's all penalties, which is yeah. crazy. What are you, Bruno Fernandez? No, he's literally.
1: I thought he. What happened to Penaldo? Um, that's Pessi now. So Pessi out here just oh, scoring so. off penalties I-, I don't like it either. it's kind of makes me uncomfortable right right yeah <laughs> pnl P- Lionel? i don't know Lionel? P- i don't know man uh but whatever pp this dude pp <Rolle Land> <bad> only he only does it. he's not even like like there first of all barcelona It's if we we talked last year about how bad barcelona is this year's ridiculous this year is like a new low like literally Real Sociedad is so much better than Barcelona this year. It's insane. Like, literally, they actually have, like, a real team on the field. I'm like, oh, that's a real striker. Oh, that's a real player. When I watch Barcelona, I'm like, who are these guys and what do they play? The simple fact that some dude named Trincón can start for this team is a testament to what's going on. This used to be, like, if you, play, if you put on that jersey, either you're some elite-ass prospect or, or or you're, like, the man. Like, that's what it was on the team. I mean, these teams are stacked. Say what you want about Real Madrid having both youth now. They still have a lot of big names on there. They still have people they've retained, the vets that are good, that are useful still. Barcelona got nothing but expired goods and players hell out of position. I thought Coleman coming in was supposed to be this big, yeah, I got this project I'm bringing out, all this. He's doing the same thing he's doing at Everton. You know what that is? Hot
0: garbage. Well, going to Classical, we'll we'll go through this really fast since it's old now. Um, What in the world? Um, It went into halftime 1 1. I I put that Real Madrid was playing better. Nacho went out. um, I think he got hurt. Uh, Lucas Vasquez came in at uh, right back. Um, it, It was interesting. I put that everything for Barcelona was going down the left side, which was interesting. I can't really remember why or what was going on. This because it was so long ago. I watched so many games since then. But um what's the name? Um the the we'll just skip to the end basically. There was a penalty by uh, Sergio Ramos. Um they were saying that that penalty was controversial. I did not think so. Um the dude pulled, I think it was Long like pulled somebody's whole shirt down. I'm like, that's a penalty. I'm sorry. Um Ramos scored it. Uh, Luka Modric came in after that, and he scored a really nice goal in the 90th minute. Um, he he put uh, my my one of my favorite goalies Neto on skates, but um, Real Madrid played better. And like, although we'll talk about it, and um, we'll talk about it when we talk about Juve versus Barcelona, um, I'll, I'll say who the player is that's gonna that that could potentially save. Barcelona, but I'll wait until we get into um their match against Juve. Um getting into Champions League, I did watch Shaq Tarver's enter. It was mad boring, zero zero match. Uh enters Checker jersey is garbage. And um there was nothing going on there at all. Uh, I can't remember why. Like like there was some there were some um some chances. But Inter just couldn't really put him away. But one thing I did note is that um, Lukaku complains a lot. And it's, like, kind of annoying. (laughs) Yeah, he complains a lot, dude. Like, not not to the ref, like, to the other players. It's like, damn dog, like, chill, dude. He's, like, mean. I think he's mean. Well, he can't be mean because he's black. He can't.
1: This dude Bam, when <laughs> there's a chance to take a dig at Blackie, Bam says it's my turn. Sub me in, Coach. Who I'm ready see? to go. This man can do no right, huh? One time you were talking about the fans, you said that you're questioning if it really happened with the monkey chance. It's just Lukaku just got a meet. You. What are you, y'all met some club in LA? What happened, dog? Are you good? Are you mad Caesar. he's bald now? What's what's the problem? Caesar weird on him. What's
0: Caesar the Caesar. I never said nothing about that monkey chant think You're telling you a did. whole you lie. Definitely did. You
1: definitely said that. Oh, like it, it could be Cap or something like that. I remember you said something like that. I'll find the <laughs> clip. I'll find the clip. 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 Denier Bam. I'll find
0: the clip. Caesar, that's a whole ass lie, man. You only hear a lie on me. you deleted the post. Caesar is a whole ass lie. They're on
1: riding with me, dog. They believe me.
0: Caesar's a whole ass liar trying to say I, I, I Caesar. I'm trying to get off track here, but I can play something out. You did, You're a denier of racism. Actually, you denied somebody's racism before. Now I look at you. Look disinterested. If you, you know talk about I'm, Louis Suarez right now, it proves my
1: point. If you talk about Louis Suarez's fake black grandfather, it only going to prove my point. Caesar, because if Louis Suarez is in the world, you're here to defend. But Lukaku get read up real quick. Caesar. I'm trying to make this short episode. I'm gonna stop.
0: Okay, well, I, since you're trying to lie on me, I gotta tell the truth on you. You, when when Zlatan came out saying that he is treated with racism, you was like, nah, I feel like he's exaggerating. Because he's he because the only problem I have
1: with that is it's hard to like really have the back for somebody who like really makes kind of a career of just being like kind of like I'm a cool asshole. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to be like it's hard for me. It's hard for me to kind of empathize for what he's going through when he like literally does all the 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 third person combos all the time and third person posts like Zlatan did it. Zlatan he like when you do that it's hard for me to be like oh like but then of course after you read it I understood it it made sense to me. I, I'm I'm willing to learn. Unlike you you don't accept it. You're just like it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding to <laughs> you
0: yes. You have no you don't care about the plight of Bosnians and Sweden. But anyway um enter Shakhtar was one one. I mean I'm sorry zero zero. But let's get into a big match: Munchen Gladbach versus Real Madrid. Caesar, did you watch it? No, I didn't. Okay, well that's perfect because if there's anybody you want to hear about it from, it's me. Yeah, it's funny. I was like, I was like, oh, like I was like, maybe on
1: my lunch break I should watch like the the sixty and thirty, I, uh, the ninety and thirty I recorded for the ga- for like the game, like just skip through it, you know, like because uh, I recorded the game on on uh, TV. And I was like, you know what? Let's hear Bam's recap. If I ain't seen it live, I want to hear Bam's recap. I already went on Twitter and got spoiled by the spoiler. I was like, all right, I'm just going to listen to the recap on the show and watch it later on YouTube.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: let me say this. Like, uh, so Was this – did you tell people like the – now? was this the debut of Hazard? Was this the, the debut match? Yeah, he came in later. Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Um, I'll, I'll say this before because we're trying to make this episode short. And I don't because we could end up spending a long time on this. Um for me, it's like obvious, and I think I tweeted this when we made it that players are tired. And you could tell from this match. Um and maybe you maybe you could tell from the Shakhtar intermatch. The only reason I couldn't really tell from that match, because I don't watch those teams like like in their league play, but having watched Real Madrid versus Barcelona and then watching them in this match, I was like, you can just tell, like, there's some fatigue here. Um, And you could tell it um, from multiple players. It wasn't, like, it was from a lot of different aspects. And I saw it in other matches, too, um, in PSG and, like, other matches. But um, Vinicius Jr. started, Asensio started uh, with Benz up top. Lucas Vazquez started at right back. In the 20th minute, I put that it's been pretty even so far. Um, b- like, b- like before the 30th minute, I put that Ferland Mendy is the most two-footed fullback in the world, bar none. There's like no question. Furlan Mendy is like literally, like there. There would be points where you thought he was right-footed. Like I'm not even joking. Like if you, if you if you've watched the, uh, Real Madrid or Mindy for the first time. In the first half of that match, you'd be like, "Oh wow, they got a right-footed dude playing left back," and I'm like, "I'm not even exaggerating a little bit. Like he's so two-footed." And and obviously, like I'm I'm talking about the real two-footedness, which is actually something people don't really talk about. It's not just like, "Oh, he can put in a cross with his uh, right or left foot." Um, or he can like,
1: bomb like what like. Or he can mean, like, shoot the ball. Move with the ball. Yeah, it, I'm talking
0: about like. It doesn't matter to him to use either foot. Like, he's, it's not like, oh, he's comfortable. It's like, it's natural. Like, if the ball comes, it's like, it's like Osman Dembele. Like, if the ball comes to my right, if it comes to my left, if I got to use my right and left, like, it's just natural. And, like, it's almost like, damn, it's, it almost sucks that he's a, a fullback. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. damn. It's like, somebody should have seen that, like, at Lyon. It was like, damn, dude, like, I mean, I don't know when he was starting being like that, but you're like, damn, dog, like we can put this dude in the midfield, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he'd be kinda of,
1: kinda of fresh. You know me, I always have like this weird fantasy with like putting some fullbacks in the midfield. That's why I like I like when when Mucha, uh uh B V B puts Rafael Gray on the midfield sometimes. I'm like,
0: ooh, because he's good there. He's fun over there. So yeah. Yeah, but he's a, he's one footed in a month. For and it's but the but the interesting thing is like when he's on his left foot, you can tell he's left footed, Mindy. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell when he's on his left foot. But like it's just really for me as somebody who like likes the details of uh, of of sports and stuff like that, like and I notice those little things, like I'm like, this is not something that you see with pretty much any other fullback. Although I love this person and it's gonna sound like I'm just uh, caping for him. But the only other fullback I've seen like that is another Real Madrid player, uh, Nacho. He was somebody who's, like, very good on both feet, too. And I remember when he would have to um, uh, cover at left back, not last season because he got hurt last season. probably the season before that. He would do it, like, pretty much. He would do everything with his left foot. And it was, like, pretty pretty amazing. But obviously, Mindy is, like, better than Nacho at this point. Um. Anyway. Before the before Munching Gladbach's first goal, I was saying and I wrote, I was like, I really feel like Real Madrid would be better with Isco out there. Um, but whatever. 33rd minute Thuram scores from Muching Gladbach. Um, it was like really kind of unlucky for Real Madrid. The ball kind of knocked around and ended up falling for falling to him. But it was kinda, it might have been the first time I felt like, oh, like maybe there's some fatigue going on. Um 30th, so there's 1-0. 30th minute was the first good chance by Real Madrid. Real Madrid, but it was kind of a half chance. Um, 43rd minute, there, there was like a horrible cross by Lucas Vasquez. I was like, God dang dog! Like you just, yeah, like everybody in the box is waiting, and you just kicked it out of bounds, dog. Come on, you acting like Benjamin Mendy now. <laughs> he, he, his bet, his
1: uh, his six man of the year juice is running out quick. It's not like <laughs> to play MLS and be like score 25 goals.
0: Oh yeah. Um and at half was this what is this 49th minute okay so halftime it was 1-0 49th minute coming back coming back after halftime uh vinicius Junior had a shot go just wide i put after that like man y'all need to bring isco in dude because you could just tell like real madrid wasn't playing very well and i felt like you just need somebody that will keep possession like you need somebody that can, like, just kind of suck the ball into his feet and just like have possession and keep things going for a while because, um, <clears throat> Benzema wasn't really getting a lot of touches. Vinicius Jr., I don't, okay, we're going to talk about whatever happened with uh, Benzema after the after we get through the whole um, match, but like. Actually, gonna... actually, I'll save that. I'll, I'll save what I have to say about Vinicius Jr. until we talk about okay. the statement.
1: Are you, are you going to deep dive my tweet again like last time?
0: Yeah, we'll, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Um, don't, 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 don't. I, I don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, damn, Caesar ran out of uh Walmart juice. Uh, <laughs> so, um, 58th minute. <clears> Thuram <throat> scored again. It was off a rebound shot. I, I, you could say Mindy was late getting back, like, getting back to, like, make him offsides, but I wouldn't really give him that. Um, this, so so it's 2-0 now. 61st minute, uh, back almost scored again. It was really close. 66th minute, they almost scored again. Real Madrid is struggling, dog. 70th minute, um, Hazard and Mojic came on for Vinicius, for Vinicius Jr. and Tony Cruz. Um, Hazard definitely made an impact. Um, 74th minute, he had a shot that went just wide. 81st um, minute, I put that, Furline Mindy has had, up until that point, he had a few bad passes, and you could just really tell it was fatigue. Like that, like that, The people that you could really see the fatigue was Mindy and Vinicius Jr., but we're going to get into it after. Um, Rodrigo came on in the 84th minute for Asensio. 87th minute, Benzema scored a goal. It was pretty lucky. Uh, (laughs) There was a cross by uh, Valverde. The cross looked like it went out of bounds. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought it went out of bounds. And then uh, Casemiro was running up, and he, like, heads it back, just, like, full, just, like, so much determination. He's like, ah, and, like, heads the ball back in, and it just, like, falls to Benzema, who, like, just swings his left foot. I, I'm pretty sure it was his left foot. Oh, was it left or right? I can't remember. But either way, it was just a swing of the foot, and the ball hit, like, the top of the net. It could have easily just went over. It, it should have went over, but, like, the, the, the way that Casemiro just willed to keep that ball in with his header back, they earned that goal. So it's one, 2-1 it's right now, 87th minute. A um, couple minutes later, Casemiro gets a yellow card. And then in the 90th minute plus three of added time, Casemiro scores the same pretty much thing. There's a cross that comes in, I want to say it was by Modric. Ramos heads it down and Casemiro taps it in. <laughs> it's 2-2. Two, two. Casemiro's always the Oh, yeah. So the the match ended 2-2. I think afterwards, um, Hazard said that, like, even though it was a draw, it felt like a win, and it definitely did, even just watching it. Um, Speaking about Hazard's impact, he definitely was doing the same thing that he was doing last season. Like, it's the same thing. It's a lot. Although, like, you did see – you, you saw his skills, like Hazard is a really good dribbler and he's really good at like keeping the ball close to a defender and away from him at the same time. So you saw some of that like slickness that he has that maybe Vinicius Jr. doesn't have as much as like, Vinicius Jr. is just younger than him basically. Um, but he was still doing the same thing that he was doing last season. He was, he's just connecting passes really. Um
1: he's another guy that you just see is like sometimes it's like as he gets older, we can't really assume that his game is a winger game anymore. It seems to be so much more about the connecting pass that you really hope that he moves more of a central role where that'd be really helpful. Like let's say he takes a spot where Modric should be at or whoever leaves eventually at 35, you know what I'm saying? That age, like if like a Modric or Coos kind of moves out of that central role. You know, hopefully, I'm not saying the exact same as well, just yeah. in the midfield in general, but of course more of attacking mid, Like yeah. like Neymar with Mbappe kind of thing like that. That's what I was going to say. Be, that'd be nice. Like, yeah. uh, Especially if you can get that link up with the a triangle with like Vinny and
0: Benzema and him right there. It'd be kind of cool, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, it's more like a Neymar because Hazard is never going to have like the defensive mindset that Mojic and Cruz have. Imagine um, Madrid kind of talked about, oh, like, you know, they, they lightly skimmed
1: over the idea and said that, oh, we don't know if that's going to work. Um, but I was like, and I, I think I replied, and I said, well, you don't have a large enough sample size to know if that's not going to work yet. You know, the times that Hazard played at Chelsea and the central attacking mid-roll, there's actually really positive stats on it, even though I don't really care about stats. There's positive stats on it. So you don't really know unless you kind of really start to work it and try it out. And even when the, the, the PSG is a great example, because in the very beginning, it wasn't perfect. It takes time to develop that chemistry on those parts of the field and players knowing their role and spots that they can kind of, like, excel, adapt, speed up, slow down, and attack in in those positions. So, you know, just, just it's about, like, waiting for Zidane to kind of maybe see that and give it an opportunity first. I,
0: I like the idea, but I don't like it with Benzema because Benzema drops yeah. back. So, like, it wouldn't really – I don't think it would really work because of the way Benzema plays. If they had a more, like – a more traditional center forward then yeah because with yeah. with Neymar it works a lot because you have a straight slasher and Mbappe who's also just I mean ridiculous who's but he's like pushing the line on the wing and then you're going to have like a um a traditional center forward there that's also going to push the line and be there for those little drop back connections Benzema's dropping back like way back kind of yeah so like you're not it's going to be too hard to get Benzema to change his game but if they if if they had done what i what would have been a, probably a better idea in my opinion is getting a traditional center forward there to kind of back up Benzema then i can see it hazard could definitely do that and yeah like i i do think that his it's just different but it's it's kind of too much to get into but like but it, yeah it might be time to kind of Get off that wing, homie. Not <laughs> um, <laughs> off that wing, homie. Yeah, um, but let's get into the what ended up being somewhat kind of controversial. Um, apparently, in halftime of the match, Benzema was talking to Furland Mendy, and both of their native French, and was saying, "Yo, I don't have the exact quote here, but." You know, he was like, yo, like, let's just say, like, he was just like, oh, don't pass it to him. Like, this is what I'm going to say. Because your tweet, you were saying, like, yo, like, what's up with this translation, kind of? Because, and I totally agree with you, they're translating it, like, perfectly. Verbatim. and, I, and I, Yeah, they're translating verbatim. And I feel like the part where he's like, I swear on my, like, like, on my mom or whatever he's saying, like, like, what, what What was it? It was, it was like, like,
1: he was like, he was like, uh was playing against um, us. I, I, on my mommy, I swear my mommy's playing against us. Like yeah, that. and I'm
0: like, that's that just sounds like something you say. Like, it don't, like, that just sounds like, it's like, like, that's not like what he's actually saying. I, like, when I saw it, like, for me, it's like not even a big deal. It's more like saying, like, doc, he's not telling Mendy don't pass it to him. He's telling him, like, if you got the ball, like, where you are, look at me first. Yeah. Not, like, don't ever pass it to him. Like how I know they used to say about Bale. Because they used to look away from him. And they used to look away from Danilo. And they used to look away from Hakimi. They watch those matches. At no point would, with, with like, even in going into the second half, it took, like, Twenty, like it, it was, Vinicius Junior didn't get sub to the seventieth minute. It, there was no point where they're just like, nah, don't go over there. I, for me, what Bentima is saying is like, yo, like when you get the ball, like when you're up there, like look at me, and then and then like I'll get it cracking because, yeah, Vinicius Junior wasn't playing that well as he's used to playing, but it wasn't like. Like for them to try to like make it like always oh, questioning his intentions, I'm like, yo, come on, dude! Like, he's just said, like, Venetia Junior is tired. You can tell. Yeah, Venetia Junior, like, like
1: it's it's so much to this that like screams like I, I don't like being a dude. I never thought that. I never really thought that in order to cover the sport, you need to be an athlete. I don't believe in that notion. I think no. that's kind of like a very closed minded approach to the sport, and it closes and it closes the sport to people that if you don't think you don't want to think about it, you're closing the sports with people who maybe they just weren't born with the ability to do things. or maybe they might be disabled or whatever. So it's not fair to like make the sport only for people that play it. That's like a very kind of disgusting approach to it, in my opinion. But at the same time, when it comes to like, I think some things about culture are different. Like when it comes to sport culture, that may be even harder to interpret than the sport itself. And, you know, especially when like, Benzema already, I mean, this is we can deep dive this so hard, but the thing is, is like just to keep it shorter so it doesn't become a two hour show, you know, Benzema, you know, the way he said that, it just screams like it just to me, I'm like, that just sounds like in a different language how I would talk if I, I was in the situation. And honestly, if you watch the video, Vinicius Jr. is in the video too. And the way Benzema's saying it, he just says it like an upset player. And I've been an upset player. Everybody's been an upset player. I've literally done – probably said worst about my teammates and situations, but the context of it wasn't to, hey, Mendy, let's let's target Vinicius Jr. and make sure that he does not put us – he has no opportunity to make, like, make anything happen. What he's telling Mendy is prioritizing <laughs> the Mendy, hey, man, Give me this damn ball, okay? Like, like if you're gonna attack this and you can attack that Kobe discussion when they were down by 40 points against the Portland Trailblazers, or the we 30 points, and it's and his year, he went in the locker room and he yelled, "No, nobody shoots the ball until I touch the ball first This half, it just it it it, it it's a competitiveness, it's a fire. Whether it's a discussion of how it's beneficial or not, I don't really care. I right know. But it's more important about how there's not a situation where needs to be consequences or berating. I'm be dude. Also, I also like want to. I'm a, this. Is how I feel. I feel it's a little bit racist too to kind of get on Benzema about this because Benzema's already such an easy target for not only not being like an OG French person or whatever. Like he's Algerian, and he already has like the 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 controversy surrounding what happened with him and. And, and the French national team and extortion, all that stuff. So he has like a lot of like uh, uh, a heavy baggage that comes with him based upon the past. So I feel like it's easy to pile on him when I thought this situation specifically, it's not fair. Vinicius Jr., these players are tired. Even what's another thing that happens when people have stamina as low, and they're tired. You kind of just like, you, you're just over it. You're exhausted mentally, physically. You say things, but. To be fair, like, if it was crazy, I'm going be real with you. Two things. Like Bam said on Twitter, number one, if he was dead serious, number one, we wouldn't have the audio. Number two would be to Zidane himself, or you'd see the video to Zidane. It'd be weird. It'd be a very uncomfortable video. That video didn't make me uncomfortable. Third, if it was crazy, you would have seen the team captain set up. Or you would have seen another player be like, yo, like, come on, what the hell is that? You would have seen Courtois something say something. You can tell that the players are just talking. They're talking, they're talking S about each other. It's not a big deal. I think it's not good to deep dive in. It's honestly funny. The one game this happens is the game that you talk about saying the players are tired. And all I could think to myself was, uh, like, when I read this tweet, I was at work. I was like, oh, there's, Bam just talked about the, the, they're being tired. The game is tied up at the end. I'm like, I'm like, they're just exhausted. Like, when you're exhausted, it's just like the next day. I bet, I bet in the showers it was all good later. Like, literally just happened. So, you, you could tell, like, Vinicius kind of was over there, too. Like, it's just – these are players. They're all guys in the locker room. They need their space, clear their heads, and it's all good. It happens in practice all the time. We don't get to see these things happen all the time. Bam, I mean, you talk about that video. A long time ago, me and Ben watching this Gelly game and, and, and Robbie King screaming at Zardis two plays in a row. Lord knows obscenity he was screaming. But they, they didn't tear the team apart. They won the championship that year. It just it is what it is. These things happen.
0: People approach things differently. I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, like really – like the way that that was a 10 credit primary like the way he's framing it is like this is like a really like salacious thing and he's like he's questioning Benicio jr's intentions and he's like don't pass on the ball if you and i don't know about his sports background i have no idea but best believe like like, would you say that Kobe thing? Like, I feel like I've said that before. Like, I feel like I've been like, "Dumb, give me the ball first. I'll make it happen. Like, I'll do it. Don't just be passing it to homie. Don't pass it to Vinicius Jr. And he's just going to shoot it. Like, no. let give me the ball and I'll facilitate. For me, that's, that's what Bentham is saying. Like, one, they're saying some, like, slangy shit in French. And, like, he's just like, yo, like, and, and and it goes back to what I was saying. How Benzema plays. Benzema drops back, and and Mindy gets pretty high up the pitch. He's like, dog, like, don't dog, don't give it to him over there on the left. Like, he's not having a good game. Like, look in the middle. Like, look at me. And then and then like that's how we'll get a crack in. Um. I like him for. I don't know what's gonna happen with the media with this. Like, I don't know. Like, if they're gonna try to make it a big deal, but. Going back to the video itself and the audio, like I think it's really a shame, and I don't know what's the reason behind it that that video and audio got out there. Like, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. How the hell are you gonna have it like audio from inside the tunnel during halftime is being released to the media? Like, that's, a, that's just a complete lack of responsibility and just invasion of privacy in my opinion. I mean we don't, it's, we,
1: don't, we. It, it's what i'm noticing a lot as a trend this year which kind of also makes me a little uncomfortable too because i don't think the public it's not that i don't think the public can t- handle how players talk i think everybody does their weekend i'm sure like in even like let's say england or whatever this wasn't even a thing to discuss I, I know these dudes be turning up in the saying all kind of wild stuff it's not about what how people intake the information it's more about how it's relayed to us how spun how he did it was very clickbaity very like gaslight like dude like you're really like trying to make something out of nothing and it's a big team big headline and a player like i said earlier that it can be kind of iffy on so i i I didn't like that at all like when i read i'm like dude this is like you're doing the most here like super you're taking word for word like you you think he's literally swearing on his mother like dude like he's literally just talking shit that gets really that's what it is he's just talking like He's just saying like I'm a mama, like don't 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 give him the ball. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's tired. Like just like that. Like and then you never know. He might he you know what? Maybe Vinicius hears that and goes, you know, what I'm gonna show his ass. I'm about to come out there and do some – You never know. Everything's interpreted differently.
0: Like I said, it's just it was over the top. It, Vinicius, I mean, like, going. okay. The the fact that the it's getting released, I think it's just really a shame because we don't have cameras and audio in the locker room. Like, these dudes are just coming out of the locker room, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, they're talking tactics and stuff. Like, they're talking about – that's not – like, y'all shouldn't be releasing that to the public. And, yeah, like, it's it, – who – the way that he related makes it so people are taking sides. So, you have – in his replies, some people are saying, oh, Venetia Jr. is overrated. He sucks, whatever. Yeah, and some what was people, like, Jesus, and like- then, Yeah. And then some people are like, well, Benjamin is overrated. He sucks. Vinicius is a baller. And it's like, it's not even about that. It's literally not even about that. And also, these are people responding who probably even were watching the game. They're not watching
1: the game, and the fav- the best thing about that. I went to the post to like see what people felt about. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking. about it. The only thing that someone ever said is, "I wish Courtois said something." It's not even the discussion. Isn't even about the context. No one said <laughs> that's 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 inflammatory and and, and abusive to the de- detriment of the team's chemistry. It wasn't five hundred comments of that. It's people saying. Uh, Venetia's garbage.
0: Uh, bands must wash. That's a little bit of
1: the conversation in there.
0: Some dude was like, <laughs> oh, like, somebody was like, oh, uh, why didn't Courtois say anything? Uh, and some dude was like, how, how do you know Courtois can understand? <laughs> and they were, everybody was like, dog, like, he's from Belgium. Like, yo, what's yeah, like, the Yeah, like, the most dumb thing ever. I'm like, they're speaking <laughs> French to each other. You know <laughs> It what? On. One dude was like, geography's a thing. And, like, everybody's, like, <laughs> trashing this guy. And I was like,
1: God yeah, damn! I'm, 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 sure this. It's like that's like asking why somebody in Texas doesn't speak Spanish. Like dude, geography
0: doesn't mean shit, man. Don't know the, like, the, the language, you bum and fucking idiot! And then, and then I was like, the dude. I was like, I mean, they're killing this guy. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I clicked on this thing. I was like, oh, he's from Nigeria. I was like, oh, I, don't, I was like, I feel bad now like, I'm, in my head, I'm calling you dumb as hell. You know what? <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna kind of ride for him
1: because I'm I'm sure he's like I don't know about y'all idiots in other countries. Around here, we were speaking five languages from all the neighboring. That's all good. We speak Spanish, English. Well, did they, ever, did they ever interview
0: some African player? This dude knows all the languages. All but, the but, like, it, but like everybody's like dog, They're, like. Of yeah. course, Courtois knows French. Like he's yeah. from Belgium. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, of course. Like, it don't mean he gotta say something. No, but- no. It, it, it's it's yeah.
1: He was just. He's probably just some Nigerian uh, messy fan. of if I can get mad.
0: <laughs> probably. Um. But yeah, I just like for me, like I'm just like, what's the big deal? Whenever, like, some of these guys, and I don't know about. Once again, I don't know about Ten Credy um background. I would love to see uh, Bobo Vieri's reaction to it. Because I, I promise, and I think he's, like, back doing that stuff now. But I promise you, if he heard that, he'd be like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, you say all kinds of stuff. Like, we play sports. You play sports from when you're young. You play on different levels. And, like, the stakes get higher and higher. Like, you care more at, on certain levels. The highest level to care about is professional sports. And then you're playing in like a competition that means a lot and you lost the first game. When you when your teammate isn't playing well, like, and you care, you're going to try to say something and do something to try to fix the situation. You're going to be like, Hey dude, like pass me the rock. Like, like we don't know what he said before that. He, Benjamin could have been like, Dog Pat, when you get across, across the halfway line, like, look for me. When he's like, nah, dude, like, Zidane told me to look for Benicius. He's like, no, dude, like, pass it to me. Like, well, Zidane said I should pass it to the left. Look, Furlan, I know your mom. <laughs> I, you know my mom. <laughs> you, We've been to the day. Look, we both from Leon. Look, <laughs> I swear to God, my mom, this dude is playing... He, this dude, I have seen a, a Moochin Gladback uh like on his Instagram. He's just passing to me. I'm like, all right, dude, damn. It, it could be anything. But they're gonna just make it like, oh, Bentima's so mean. Like, I don't
1: know. And I think another thing to note, it's like everybody can talk, including ourselves, about like if we were to ridicule it, but none of us play at that level. The, the the amount of competitiveness we feel in weekend games, or Sunday footy, or like even in our highest levels of playing, and as our young in our younger lives, none of that is ever what it's like to be a Real Madrid player in Champions League post losing a match after COVID mid COVID year. It's a lot going on right now, man. It's a lot going on. I'm not I'm I'm not one to I don't think it's really cool. I mean I don't even like field mics in general right now. Like I don't I don't really want to be hearing these dudes at all. I don't I don't even. Honestly, like soccer games kinda suck right now because I actually do like the crowd. I like this the cheering. I like the I like the chants. I'd rather hear that than no commentators. But I don't want to hear the ball echoing in this arena. I don't enjoy it. I hate watching real games with this booty ass training ground. Like it just it, everything just feels kind of weird. So like it's it's just it's an awkward situation in general. So to be able to like be one to tell a player how he should act in moments of pressure, we don't have that. We're not sports psychologists, we haven't right to do that. Like these guys as long as they're keeping it, like, humanly decent. Like, they know they have a different level of competitive drive that we don't understand. And we don't even know how, maybe Vinicius was like that at Flamingo. We don't know. Like, people are just different in different situations, especially at Real Madrid. The percentage you are in the world to be Real Madrid player, you're one of 41 players in the whole planet. So what do you know what it's like in the comment section? No one does. It's 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 really over the top everything that happened. I think that hopefully it blows over, and I'm sure – the good thing is that Real Madrid's coach is dead. I'm sure Dan said wild or stiff. I mean, this dude, this dude, Zidane, headbutted uh, an Italian player in the middle of a World Cup match. It is what it is. Imagine if we had audio of Ronaldo during the last year screaming on the field. This dude used to be screaming at Hesse so much. Um, and Lucas Vasquez. I can't, even, I can't even fathom the Portuguese words came out of this man's mouth and Spanish at the same time. So it's just it's ridiculous.
0: And also, like I think the worst. This is the last thing I'll say about it. The worst thing, the thing that would have made it worse if he was like the the thing that I would have not liked to see, but I could probably still understand, is if he was screaming at Vinicius Jr. Like if he was like yelling at him, saying stuff, like talking about him having a bad game, then that'd be different. Like then I'd be like, yo, dog, like that might not be the way to motivate him. But 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 even so, I would know. But the fact that he's just telling Mindy, like I'm like, dog, it's not a big deal, dude. Because now it there's a conversation if he's yelling at Vinicius Jr. saying you you're playing like shit, um, like like you're playing for the other team, like what the fuck, like then it'd be different. <laughs> but yeah. if he's just saying like, look, dude, like don't pass him the ball, like look for me, like yo, dude, like straight clickbait ten credit. We should name the episode that, but nobody knows who he is. Um but yeah, anyway, uh I don't know what Caesar's doing over there, but I'm watching you and you're doing something right now. And I don't know what you you I'm an observer, sir. So you're caught. I don't know what you're doing, but I know you, sir. But it's all good. Um anyway, Ramager 122. Um, the other game I watched. Um let's start with PSG versus Bashakshi here. Um, this was an important match for PSG, um, and there were some cha- some big changes. Um, my, one of my one of my old school buddies, um, my boy Crivelli, uh, starts uh, center forward for uh, Bouchaou here. He's, he's I think he used to play for Toulouse or Bordeaux. I forgot, but that, that's my old homie from the um, Toulon tournament. That's the first time I seen him. I was like, I like that dude. <laughs> um,
1: like five years ago.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I, I, I want that dude with the long slick back here. That guy was cool. <laughs> um and Danilo X Machina started at center back again. He started at center back against Dijon last weekend, and Moises King started as well with Neymar and Di Maria. I put a. I put um from jump I expect five goals. <laughs> but um Let's start the match. Listen, my boy Corvelli got a yellow card in the second minute. I'm like, damn, can you relax? Um, in the seventh minute, I put there was a really good defensive play by Neymar that led to an Mbappe shot. Like, Neymar was, like, running back on the wing, got the ball off somebody. Uh, the, name, the Mbappe missed the shot, though. Twelfth minute, I put it is pretty even, but advantage to PSG. Um, in the 16th minute, there was a shot just wide by Bishakshir here after Neymar lost the ball. Right after I put in all caps, I wrote it. Players are tired. You could tell. The biggest one I could tell in this match was De Maria, uh-huh. who was just like so absent. And usually he's got so much energy. And like there was like there was times like I forgot that he was playing. And for all the times that like, he annoys me as a player, like I've never said that about him. <laughs> like he's always running around and getting in the mix. And the fact that he was just really, like, lethargic today, like, it just showed that there's just a lot of fatigue. Um, you could kind of tell with Neymar, too, like, a little bit. You couldn't tell with Mbappe. Mbappe is a machine. Uh, maybe you could Mbappe, tell a little. Mbappe takes so long to sweat in a match. I'm like, what the hell, man? Do you sweat? <laughs> you could tell, like, slightly, but the, but, like – nothing like really noticeable just because I watch him so much, but it wasn't like anything crazy. Um, 19th minute. I seen Neymar kind of holding this groin area. I was like, oh man, is Neymar hurt? Yes. Uh, (laughs) It was funny because he ended up going out in the 26th minute. um, And I I saw him first um, limping in the 19th minute. And then he like got his thigh wrapped a little bit after that. And he came back on. And he was like on for maybe like a minute and then he told um, uh, the staff like he wanted to be rotated out. And then I kept on seeing on Twitter people like the PSG talk and Jonathan Johnson and them like, oh, like an said he uh, wants to go out and it's still, it's been like two minutes and he's still out, like two shows ignoring him. I was like, yo, damn. I'm like, how long have y'all been watching the, the damn sport? It takes time. You got to warm up the other dude. Like, like, his neighbor was actually still running around a little bit after that, but, like, he just couldn't really do it, but he he got the, like, he, like, ran back on defense a little bit, and then, like, after that, and this is after he had already told uh, Tuchel to, to rotate him, he got the ball and, like, like, squared up with somebody and tried to nutmeg him, <laughs> and, like, it was, like, really close. Like, if he would have got it, he would have been out, but he probably would have to pass it, like, right after that, but it wasn't like he's, like, laying down hurt. Like, he's injured. He can't play, but, like, I just seem there like, why is he ignoring him? Oh, my God. Fire to show. I'm like, y'all are just, like, fan Twitter, dude. Like, it's just another. And sadly, today, I end up in a managing Madrid fan Twitter replies. I'm like, Caesar. every time I – Brutal,
1: brutal, brutal. (laughs) They they even recognize their mentions are just bonkers. I'm like, dude, (laughs) who are these clowns that follow y'all? (laughs) <laughs> like, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, God, and, like, throw my phone. I'm like, I yeah, can't, dude. Like... You, it's hard to click on their post sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to see these mentions of these idiots. Like, they'll... Literally like, don't watch Real Madrid. Like, they're the same idiots that will go in there screaming about how Real should, it should get fired and Zidane fired because they got rid of Hakimi. I'm like, dude, like... Literally, you've watched no games. I don't care how many stats Bleacher Report gives me about Hakimi's speed. It's a damn shame when you have speed but no feet, like no dribbling feet. So, I don't want to hear it. He has good defense. He's not a good offensively. I don't care. I watched him at Real Madrid.
0: I watched. He was garbage. Yeah, we, we watched him plenty. Too, too many games that we watched. I, <laughs> was, <laughs> I, I was so mad when uh, after, like, he had, like, played, like, one match, and, like, Ray Hudson was calling him – Wonder Kid. I'm like, when he played one match, he was bad. What are we talking about? Um. Anyway. Um. Let me see. So yeah, Sarabia came over for Neymar in the 26th minute. Um. In the 31st minute, Florenzi did his second. Excuse me, his second uh, volley cross. Like the ball was like in the air, and he just like volley cro- – tried to volley it on across. Like he didn't bring it down, and I was like, "Stop that!" <laughs> like are <laughs> <I don't, laughs> like, you? Like, a ratchet a- ass! What a, <laughs> a ratchet as hell for that! I'm like, I'm like, what are you do- as hell for that, man. I'm like, dog. What are you doing? Like the ball, like the ball in You're trying to volley crawl Like no, dude, well, bring the ball I don't down. I
1: Coming from my book, Florenzi, I still like Florenzi. Y'all really be hating on him. I like him.
0: You gotta bring the. You're a professional. Bring the damn ball down, dude. Like, what are we doing here? Um, But he might. He must have hurt because he didn't do it anymore. Um, 30th minute. There's a couple shots that went wide. There was a Mbappe got fouled. Okay, if we're facing, if I'm facing the goal, it was on the left side. Perfect setup for a right-footed free kick taker. Like perfect. Mm. And Di Maria took it. I was so mad about that. I'm like, why is Maria taking this free kick right now? It's like right at the end of the half, 40-second minute. I'm like, why – like, Mbappe never scored a free kick, I know. But, like, can you, Like, I'm sure he does it in practice, dude. Like, is can it, he, he just take it? Huh?
1: Yeah, it's not to name our uh,
0: Come on, Mbappe can't kick that? I'm like, come on, bad? man. Is that bad? I don't – I'm like, I'm sure he does it in training. Is that bad, though? Like, I was like, dude, I mean. I know Florenzi got a little curve. Florenzi can't kick it. He can He got a little curve. Something. What's Roddy doing? He busy? <laughs> like, it was so far to the left. I'm like, this is nothing. I'm like, there's, it's impossible for DeMarie to make this. Like, impossible. And it just ended up uh, hitting the wall. Anyway, halftime, it was 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, no changes at the halftime. 46 minute right after half started. Sarabia put a really close shot over the bar. Um, it was a really nice pass by Mbappe. And Sarabia, I think the ball might have just bounced right in front of him and he put it over the bar, a la Raheem Sterling. Um, I put PSG's attacking a lot early. In, like, the 50-something minute, like, before the 60th minute, I was like, you can tell both teams are so tired. I was like, are they just both going to play counterattack? Like, Just like the ball just like end up in the middle of somebody getting it, just kind of go. I'm like, they're both exhausted. They might as well just both play counter attack ball. You start, you start to feel bad after a while. Like, dude, yeah, dude. Um, I don't want to see this on the field. No, it was not a fun match to watch. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Um, But in the 64th minute, Moises Keane scored a nice header on a corner. It was funny because there was a corner on the other side, and Di Maria took it, and then it went out for a corner on the other side. And I was like, why the hell is Mbappe about to take this corner? I'm like, what's going on, dude? Why is Mbappe taking this corner? Puts it right in on Keane's head, and Keen scores. <laughs> My
1: boy Keen, oh, you're killing it right now. Let's go. It, it was
0: it was definitely bad defense by Bishak. I was like, I don't know what the hell you guys did. You just left him <laughs> right there. But um, Big old, big ass Italian. What? <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. Sorry. Um. So yeah, he put that goal in. Um, it was a really nice header on the corner. Um, he did his dance. Did did his thing. He did a little other move after that too. Uh, he did and he did that and then he he was like, oh, okay, now I can chill. Um.
1: His dance is kind of fresh
0: though. Yeah, it it, it is, fresh, but so kind of fresh, I but I like. When you when you score a brace, you got to bring out something else for the next one, dog. Like, But it's cool. You better, it's just cool. But you got uh, to do something else for the next goal, though. All right.
1: But, I mean, it, it just it's just trick marks. It's kind of cool. It's been about be doing
0: the. Yeah, that's old now. But it's like, dog, what if you score four goals? Like, what you going to do yeah. that every time? <laughs> you just start ratcheting a little bit. I just start, like, shaking. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Maybe
1: you should, show, show them your dance move that you made up. Who the the connoisseur, or whatever you called it, okay? You're, you're tr- I'm literally sitting down. Um, I'm
0: saying you should send it to him for him I'll to send do it to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that goes in 64th minute. Oh, 71st minute. That was a really nice save by Keller Navas. He was saving PSG's ass. Um, also in the 71st minute, like, like K- keller Navas made a really good save, and then um. He, she's going back, and they just had it set up perfectly, and they're just so tired. I forgot what happened, but they just completely ruined a perfect chance. Um, I did put after that like Danilo Xbacana played really well at center back. Um, 73rd minute, Rafinha and Tilo Carra came on for Di Maria and Florenzi. I definitely put that a uh, mistake was coming. He did have one, but it didn't amount to anything. Um... 78th minute, Bishaker had another good chance that they squandered right after that 79th minute. Moises King scored again. Um what, what what happened? The ball ended up getting to him from somebody. I forgot it it could have been Sarabia, I can't remember. Um, but he tried to control it. Like he could he controlled it, but it popped up. But he did a nice turn and hit it in with his left foot. Um he's definitely a, I mean. Every center forward is two-footed, two, two footed, but he's, like, really good with both feet. Um, yeah, what's the name? Uh, oh, in the 80th minute, there was also a close, another close miss by Sarabia. But matching the 2-0, PSG didn't play well. But, um, you know, it's nice if PSG's not playing well that they have a center forward who gets in the spots that they need to be and also gets involved, um, unlike Icardi. Icardi could have put away those goals, too, for sure. But, like, it's nice that Moises Keane gets involved in the play a lot. Uh, but even bigger deal is that they lost Amar for what seems could be like a couple weeks. Um, I don't know what the injury is yet, but I saw something that said like a few weeks. Um, so, yeah, PSG is back on the map with a win after that loss to Man U. Last match I watched was a boring one between Juventus and Barcelona. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I don't want to be doing hella recaps like that. But um, <laughs> it was funny. The first goal was a Dembele shot. I was like, whoa, what a goal. What a golazo!" So, but it, ended up, it was deflected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a nice shot, though. Um, I think Barata had three goals calling offside in this match, I think. Um, and, like, they were all pretty close, too. Um, what, what else happened? Oh, Messi scored another penalty. It was funny because right before we recorded, I was watching this new, what is it, the King show on CBS, UCL, whatever. And they're talking about Barcelona versus Juve. And I don't know why, but they're just like not mentioning that Juventus is missing Ronaldo. And I'm like, yo, dog, like that's a big deal. Like Juve didn't look good, and they didn't even look good against Dinamo Kiev when I watched that match. Um like Kiesa is like, oh, that's cool, but it ain't like that serious. <laughs> like this is not your know, best for Juve, never. Um, no, like he's got no. talent, but he's not a game breaker. Like the best player really out there was uh Betancourt, who's like really solid. Um and and Cuadrado, of course. But like you're missing your best player. Like you're missing a really, really good player. Like yeah. it's it's I mean, you're they're talking about it like that's not a big deal to be missing Ronaldo. And I'm like, Doug, imagine if Barcelona's playing without Messi, they're so bad. Or if even like um uh PSG playing without Mbappe, like granted, like Neymar is really good, but like Mbappe is like a, on a whole other planet when it comes to like going at defenders right now with his speed. Mbappe and, and is just kicking the ball twenty and thirty yards ahead and running to it. Like I mean like-
1: it, it it's flawless as long as you have the knees for it. He was doing it in a World Cup. I'm like, dog, they're just kicking it up forward, he's just sprinting down past everybody and murdering us for it. It's really not fair. It's a it was a ridiculous team. It's so annoying, man. I'm like the counterattack, you you're not allowed to counterattack with him, it's cheating. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, there's Yo, no player in the back of the world that's running with him. I swear he would even burn Alfonso Davies. He's too fast, dude. Ooh. That'd be a good run though. It'd be a good run though. But I, I don't it know. Would be- hmm. I don't know. I it fast. It'd be a good run. I, 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 okay. No, FIFA needs to have an All-Star Break Skills Challenge too. I want to see. I want to see some some 40 times, though. Let me see some 40s out there.
0: I want to see some people pull some hamstrings doing that. Yeah, I want to see. Some, I want to see some injuries on shuttle drills. Let's go. <laughs> Like, I don't think he would burn him. He might get around him. I feel like the Davis can, can like, because, because, too, though. because the only reason is because when he's doing that, the defender is ahead of him already. Yeah. So, like, it'll just depend if he can, like, get that quick turn. It's really impressive to me
1: when it comes to, like, somehow some of these guys really run because I'm just like, dude, like, you're, you're ridiculous. like, Bobby, like, the defender's already anticipating to run for the ball. and You're, like, going around them, too. Like, damn, dog. So his speed is absurd. It's cheating. I don't want to get into it again too long, but it's ridiculous.
0: But like, yeah, when they were when they were recapping the match, they're just acting like Juve. They're like, oh, you know, um, why did Juve buy Chiesa? And why? Like, I thought Juve was this like um, defensive stuff. I'm like, yo, they're missing their best player, dude. They're missing the best player in the whole league. Like, what are we talking about? Like, like, they're going to be so much better with Ronaldo and they're going to be so much worse without him like are you kidding me it, it, like come on now but um like it wasn't like it wasn't like Barcelona played amazing like the Dembele shot was deflected um Griezmann hit the post one time um like you may had a hard time getting stuff going offensively but Also, I mean, granted, Maratha was off sides on those ones, but it wasn't by, like, some huge margin. There was one that, like, went to VAR for a while, and I actually thought that it was going to be on sides, but, like, apparently he was off by a little bit. So, like, yeah, it wasn't really, like, um, and and there was a red card in the 85th minute. Um, Oh, but there there was one play at the very end. I don't know what the hell Azufati was doing. Like, he had the rock, and he, like, he's, like, in the box. And he's, like, it's him and the goalie. But, like, Martin Braithwaite is, like, making a run to his left. And, like, yeah, like, if you get the ball to Martin Braithwaite perfectly right then, he's just right on, like, the, there's nobody in front of him. Yeah. But it was really dumb. I'm like, dog, shoot the ball, dude. Like, <laughs> shoot the ball, homie. Like, the, maybe the only reason he didn't, if, if this is the reason he's really smart, like, so, like if you shoot the ball and, it, like, the goalie saves and it goes, like, way down and maybe they score. Mm-hmm. But if you're already up by two, I'm like, yo, dog, like, yeah, shoot that ball, dude. <laughs> and and who knows? Because I remember when Dembele missed that shot against Liverpool in that first leg, and it would have been 4-0, um, like, when he squandered that chance, he came back to bite them. So I'm like, hmm. And that's true. Look, let me run run through really quick um the other matches. Uh Man U beat Leipzig five zero. I only watched the last ten minutes for when Cavani came on. He didn't score, but he played well. Oh, that's good. I I, I miss watching Cavani play. Um there was a there was actually a play like he could have he could have scored. Um uh, like he shot the ball to win the back of the net, but he was off but it wasn't his fault. Bruno Fernandez was taking forever to pass on the ball. Like, passing the ball. And like he he finally but it's like you can only stay on size for so long, too. <laughs> like, and like after, like Kavani just put it in my shot, but then he's like, "Dude, you gotta, that rock, dude?" They
1: um, beat Cavani Bam over here.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but Mar- Marcus Rashford had a hat trick. I was kind of shocked that um, they beat the dog shit out of Leipzig like that. Um, my boy we'll Sabitzer, score. my boy Sabitzer came off the bench though. It was weird. What we'll uh, score? Marcus Rusher had a hat trick. Uh, Martial got a penalty. And damn, why, can they relax a little bit? Make
1: me look bad on predictions. Jesus.
0: <laughs> Who scored the other goal? Um Oh, oh, Mason Greenwood scored, but he was offside, no cap. Um You don't like Mason Greenwood, do you? No, 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 I know he's fine, but he was definitely offside. Um <laughs> But he he reminds me of them like um Let me relax. Um Bayern beat Lokomotiv Moscow 2-1. City beat Marseille 3-0. It's it's looking bad for France. It's going to be PSG again only. Liverpool won 2 0 against the Danish team. Atleti beat
1: Salzburg. Lyon got played, so whatever, though. This is true.
0: Atleti beat uh, RB Salzburg 3-2. I think they had to come back from behind. Um, Porto beat Olympiacos 2-0. I thought Ajax tied. They came back from 2-0 down. Uh, Duval Zapata had a brace. Chelsea beat the dog shit out of Krasnodar 4-0. I didn't watch the highlights, but I, I apparently Luce got a nice game. I think um, Zayac scored and there was some other stuff. Lazio tied 1-0 with Club Bruges. BVB beat uh, Zenit 2-0. Sevilla beat Rennes 1-0. France doing terrible and the Hungarian team drew with Kiev two two. Oh, also IX has a fake Lasina tri- tri- Triore. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. I, they were like they were like Lasina Triore. I was like, what? <laughs> and I like looked it up and I was like, oh, it's another guy. Damn, I'm so excited. Oh, my, oh, my boy he made it back. So I'm then, playing the YMC right now. But that dude plays in like the second or third Turkish division. I think he's the second division Turkey, the original Lacina.
1: Okay, yeah, he does play for Bandir Yeah, I think it's second
0: um, division Turkey. Um, I see him. still got his profile
1: marking that CSK
0: off it. Go ahead, dog. But um, this Lacina Triori, the uh, fake one. He did score five goals the other week against uh, some team. They, like, beat some team, like, 14 nothing, or something like that. Um, Ajax did. And he scored in this match, too, against Atlanta. Did he score both goals? No, no. There was a penalty that Todd had scored, and then this guy scored, too. He seems like he's pretty good. For
1: Ajax. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. They,
0: they
1: they got a – I haven't really watched them play, but uh, is it – they have a guy, like a Dutch striker, too. Is that what you're talking about?
0: They have, like, a Dutch striker that's a little baller, too. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's claiming uh, Netherlands, but he's he – probably like... is. <laughs> um, no they, have, they do have some guy. I think – I know you're talking about um, Sean something. Mer, Mer, Mer something? I no, okay, okay. No. I don't know if that guy's a striker, though. I just saw him. He's a baller, too. They have mm. talent. Okay. So um, – yeah, that's Champions League. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Barcelona before you get your UFC Cs on. Um, big news, I guess. Uh, Joseph Maria Bartomeu resigns um, finally. And uh, actually the entire board of directors stepped down. Um, during his um, leaving speech, he said that Barcelona was going to join that European Super League thing or whatever, which I don't even think is going to happen. But um, boy, Javier Tebas, who was like, who was like, it's funny, like, right-wing politics in different countries, because Javier Tebas is, like, a right-wing dude. I, I looked it up, but um, he's, like, totally totally against this, like, European Premier League thing, and and you know, who knows if he can change his mind at some point. I don't know if he knows, like, the benefits or whatever, but um, he said that <laughs> when Bartomeu said that Barcelona was going to join that, Javier Tebas, who was the President of La Liga said that this confirms his ignorance about the football industry. (laughs) He said, uh, "And uh, Tim, I said it's a weak and imaginary competition, which would be their ruin." Talking about Barcelona, Um, I guess Bartomeu stepped down before he could potentially be removed. Um, I guess there's like, if you get sixty four percent, sixty four percent against you, then you got to like you're fired. And they were saying like the estimates was, it was going to be like 80% against him. <laughs> so he just stepped down before he could get fired um, or get whatever, sacked, I don't know. Um, I don't know too much about what the media is saying about this, like the football media, but I'm going to keep it all the way real. This is how I feel. Barcelona is a rich club. They got plenty of money. If... Bartomeu leaving makes it so makes it so they have less or more money then it matters. But if that's not the case, then this is not going to change anything about Barcelona. I don't know who it was that bought Griezmann from Atleti, purchased his services. I don't know who it was that wouldn't allow for Luis Suarez to get some rest for the last couple of seasons. I don't know who I don't know who that was. Mm-hmm. If it was Bartomeu, then yeah, you had to go. I don't think it was him, though. <laughs> um, whoever was the person that was making those decisions, that's the one that's been toxic for Barcelona. The reason why we're in 2020, and there's all these people, all these players around here that play center forward, and, and Barcelona does not have one center forward on their team. Oh actually I take that back. They got Martin Braithwaite. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Your boy Braithwaite in the nine. Yeah. Wearing the nine too. Rocking that nine, dog. Hard body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On that Mariano vibe. barcelona <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> got Mariano. you had a good time in Barcelona.
0: You, you get actually, actually would have balled out. i have been really mad if you started balling over there. Caesar, they could have got Moises Keane. No,
1: they could have got
0: ball. Moises Keane would have.
1: Balled out over there.
0: They could have. They they could have. They, they I mean, I'm not going to get into. They don't, other places. they don't
1: deserve it. They don't deserve yeah. it. They, have, they didn't make. They have the money. They didn't make the moves.
0: I don't know who is the person that's responsible for that, but Messi's 33 years old. He's going to be out of here fairly soon, and if if he stays there until he if he stays at Barcelona until he's 36 like it's just gonna be getting like I mean I, Messi was balling today he still would do his thing but like it's gonna be like that Kobe effect the injuries gonna start happening
1: and yeah, it's looking like the Kobe thing with
0: the players around them <laughs> yeah he like the goodbye tour yeah like it's like dog like I know fans love Messi but like you gotta really think about your club you don't want to end up like the Lakers not making the playoffs for 10 years that's a long time you don't want to do that.
1: It's a long time, dog.
0: Didn't they not make the playoffs for 10 years?
1: Yeah, it has been. It was a long time since they made the playoffs. Like,
0: it was eight, want, I think
1: it was eight seasons, but not 10. But
0: I mean, might as well. I think want a
1: championship in 2009.
0: So maybe it a championship. I don't know. But either way, it's like, do you want your team to be, like, bad? Because, like, I mean, I don't know what Bartomeu does. Like, I don't even know his job. I'm sure I could do it. But, like, I don't know if he was the problem because nobody's addressing the issues except when we made a podcast. Two issues. But getting Griezmann and not having a center forward. But you're going to but this this winter is going to be the marker. If Luis Suarez come back in the winter, you you know that Messi is 100% in charge of everything.
1: Be done for, dog. I mean, I just think like like you said, if if they're not really trying to, if they're not really trying to build a real good team around him, like towards the goodbye tour, like Messi, then like, I feel like you're gonna be surprised when things open up and the the, like, I don't know, maybe not attendance, but it's gonna be like awkward a little bit. Like if, if Messi's there and the team's sitting trying to fight for Europa League spot, like dude, you don't want to be doing that because it would be really hilarious to you fools in the Europa League.
0: Like doggy, you think you think you if if Messi's thirty five and he's still thugging, some dude on Sevilla is gonna take him out. <laughs> yeah. Some dude on Valencia is gonna be like, look, I'm about to take this dude out. Like, if if if, like, I mean, I'm saying a lot of ifs, but like, if Barcelona is like on the like if they haven't won the league in a few years and Messi's yeah. still there and he's still like playing well, like he's still like. Barcelona right now without Messi is nowhere. Like, nowhere. If, if some dude is going to be like, look, dog, like, stomp on his leg, please, so we can get up in there and get this bread.
1: Like, champion. for real, like, straight up.
0: You get millions to go in the Champions League. Somebody's going to be like, man, stomp on him, man. They'll forget. Win a damn game. Yeah, dog. We're trying to get that fourth spot. Yeah, for real. So, I don't know, man. Like, for me, like, I say all, that, say all that and say this, like, for me, that's just not a big deal because I just don't know who's the person or people that are actually making the decision. I don't know who's responsible for all the whatever's happening there. I don't know. I don't remember Messi ever saying Bartomeu's name. I, I, players have talked about the board, but I don't know what aspect of the board they're I don't know what aspect of the board they're frustrated with. Because what I saw last year when they lost eight two to Bayern, let's not forget that. I don't I Bartimae wasn't on the pitch.
1: He wasn't playing on the field. Um it I don't like I, I agree with you. I don't really know what kind of impact Bartomeo really made if if players I mean, like, I, I don't really know. It's weird to know because if the, the club was, like, already talking about making some budget cuts this season, and I remember reading about the players being like, hell no, um, and then you're letting Bartemau go. Is, are they letting him go because the players don't like him or are they letting him go because the players don't want to listen to him? Like, there's a big difference between that. If you're letting him go because he's not able to, sw- to hand down that swift justice or, 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 or impose some, some – or just be re- able to – to, to negotiate these contracts better, then that makes I understand sure. But if you let them go just because they've been losing, that 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 every it just creates more of the culture that to me that feeds into one of the biggest downfalls of, of Barcelona. There's like really not a lot of accountability with Messi. Like there's not really accountability with the team that he's wearing the captain's badge for, band for. Not really an accountability for for the changes they've made. You know they let Luis Suarez go. And I mean, say what you want about Madrid. At least they got Eden Hazard. Like, dude, like, what have you guys done? Like, at least they made an attempt at something. Like, they got a player they, that can they, dribble. They, they signed up the players, they have Jovic or whatever. We have all these dudes on the team. Like, what are they doing? They're, they're who's who's Barcelona bringing in? They couldn't even get to pay
0: off off a non-European League Lyon team. They got some midfield, like like. I don't know. For me, it's just like, but doggy, like y'all lost 8-2. And I I, I don't, I'm not blaming the board for that. Like we saw the past two seasons, Barcelona hasn't played good football in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um and Luis Suarez started pretty much every match until he like had a stretch, like an injury, and he was like gone. And he came back and he looked the same. That was their weak point. Like it was him. They didn't address it. They got Griezmann. Everybody in their goddamn mama know that Griezmann is not a center forward, man. This fool won the won the World Cup, beat Argentina, playing behind a center forward. <laughs> like, what are we doing? We got Arsene – was Arsene – no it was Deschamps or Arsene Baker, one of them, saying like, oh, like Messi uh, Griezmann's not in this right spot. He needs to be playing where Messi is. Ain't nobody putting no damn like to a Griezmann over Messi. You can't like never, literally never. And and also, you're saying, oh, he needs to be where Messi is. Like, no, he can't he can't be where Messi is because he can't do what Messi does. Messi can dribble. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? So they just made bad decisions, and I and I just I for one don't know who was responsible for them. Um, you know, they got oh 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 I forgot to mention this. Um did I did I forget to mention it? The player that can save Barcelona, like straight up 100%, is Ousmane Dembélé. He's the one that can save them. If he can stay healthy this season, he—although he's still a ball loser, uh, Caesar—he can't be a ball loser because he's black. <laughs> like, what, what's up with you, man? Just continue, Jesus, man. Caesar, Caesar. Look, you act like I'm some kind of anti-black activist. I mean uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. You know, it's you, just the comment section. Go ahead. You think I'm Bamdus Owens. <laughs> I mean I think
1: <laughs> you're definitely Bamduce Owens. That's a great name. I might change your whole phone name to that on my phone. That'd be
0: great. To oh, wow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna Photoshop your face on the Candace Owens, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> but he's a ball loser, but as I said before He's the player that can save them because, like, he's their most dynamic player by far. I mean, aside from Messi. Like, Messi can't do it on his own. Osmento um, Dembélé can really do a lot for Barcelona this season. And although they didn't play very well against Juve, like, it was him, the one that was, like, the spark. He didn't even play the whole match. Ansu Fati's good, too. Like, Ansu Fati can, like – Ansu Fati's going to do a lot for Barcelona, too. But – like, you need, you need like – like, Osman Dembele does some more than him. Um, I, th- I think
1: Osmani's, like, a, a, a much – like, a betch – well, I guess better in terms of also potential-wise player than Di Maria. Like, he kind of plays that real lefty, crafty, like, uh, slasher role. But at the same time, like, he is pretty two-footed. It's pretty impressive what he can do with his right foot, too. 1,000%. Uh, it's, it's really impressive. I mean, it goes back to the old quote they said when BVB signed him. That, you know, he was joking around and not telling him what foot he was. And he's going to no, let no. him guess in practice. Well, they said at Wren,
0: they didn't even Ren, know.
1: They didn't know either. And then apparently he was saying that he's ambidextrous, he, so he can it, use both feet. Yeah, uh, he was saying he didn't know either. Yeah, which is the, the most gangster thing to find out. Because I remember when they he, had him at, they had him on the left side, he was he scored that amazing right-footed goal on Man U. And then they put him on the left. I was, like, oh, I was like, oh, damn, he's just really doing whatever he wants. Like, it's really cool. But – Obviously, though, at the, at the we've all come to learn, he is a lefty. Like he's he's, he's at the core a lefty. Um, but he reminds me of like that Messi. I mean, reminds me of that Di Maria, like with that left foot. And I just think of like Argentina when they had that games without Messi. How much freedom it look Di Maria had when he was just running around. Like just let Messi get one one uh, what they call on Kyrie Irving. Uh, uh, Kyrie, sorry, not Kyrie. Irving. When, like, the NBA players had, like, the players, they sat out for some games. Let Messi have one game where you just get to sit down a little bit and you let Dembele say, I bet he let loose. There's even been games we've seen where Dembele, when Messi's not there, Dembele kind of really runs a little bit harder. (laughs) Oh no! So, sure. You could see there's a boatload of talent potential that's honestly, is literally being bottled by this man being out there. And we've said it before. From the day that signing happened, we talked about on this show – you, you we, I literally remember saying that that was bad scouting. It was bad player management. That's not the position you had to address. And what happened since then? No Champions League wins. You, you didn't address the Neymar hole ever. You never addressed the Neymar hole. You never even made a try. You didn't even try to get a hazard or anybody. You never even made a one swift effort to put somebody in the same Neymar spot where they had the previous team. But you don't think Dembele – Dembele can do that. No. I, the, the 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 problem with – I'm not saying Dembele can't do that, but the thing is they position Dembele on the same side of the field as messy a lot. And the issue with that is you're not going to be able to get that going with that there. You As much as Dembele's two-footed, unless you have him at right wing, you tell him you're going to stay there and play that. And But it, it's not plenty players in the world play that deep left wing like Neymar was doing on a team. Like he was – very wide body. And, he, he, and that was so beneficial to Messi and Suarez, what they were doing over there. It was, he was a, a monster on the side that you had to account for also. I'm not going to get into that. That's old news. But same thing. like I agree with you. Dembele is a big factor. But regardless, he's a savior. But they need to get, uh, they need to get one more person to make it really crack crack off.
0: I, I mean, yeah the pay would have been nice, and the pay would have been really good, uh, yeah, and I don't want to go all the way back to those days, but like one of the big things one of the big differences between those days and now is Luis Suarez. It was like I mean obviously before now, yeah, Luis Suarez just fell off so much like the, the, the the next year though, without him, he had a- he had a crazy year too though, he had a better year, but it was like later in the season where I started to see that decline yeah. um but Either way, Barcelona board resigned, whatever. I don't know if it's a big deal or not. But, um, Caesar, last Saturday or Saturday, there was a big fight in your violent favorite sport. We in did your, not
1: do a post-fight coverage. Huh? We did not do a post-fight show.
0: Are, you're saying we like that's my fault. No, I forgot. Yeah, exactly. He's probably on really all on world on drugs. Um,
1: Very much on Saturday.
0: Yeah, world on drugs. Um, what's the name? Um, there was a big fight between um, Khabib and somebody else. I don't know.
1: Khabib and Justin Gaethje. <laughs> Justin Gaethje. Um. <laughs> Justin Gaethje, uh a, a good striker, um, most notably known for knocking out Tony Ferguson, undefeated fighter for ten years. Finally got the opportunity to fight Khabib. Um, Khabib, who I also agreed, the probably the best fighter in the UFC since probably best fighter in the world. Sensational. Um, a grap a grappling uh, wizard, literally, in, in terms of wrestling, sambo, wrestling, everything. What's up?
0: Wait, he's the best fighter in the world now or ever? <laughs>
1: he's no, not ever. I think oh, he's, okay. he's one of them right now. I mean. If you're going to put a gun to my head, I'd say the best fighter in the world is Izzy. I think Israel is the best fighter in the world, hands down. Like, I think actually Israel's is better than John Jones right now. But Khabib is a – no, for real. I'm, I'm not playing. Khabib – uh Israel's is ridiculous. Um, I, Didn't, he I, lose I, I? Didn't he lose before? Didn't he lose before? Israel? Yeah. He's never lost in his life in me. But John Jones hasn't either, right? No, John Jones. John Jones never like lost loss. He's gotten like a PUD, uh, PED overturned. So like he also got a no contest. He elbowed somebody incorrectly. So he got a loss for that.
0: Okay, but I mean, He's never gotten like
1: a decision or gotten flatlined or anything like that. No.
0: But uh, I mean, not to not to derail you, but like, do you, who do you think spot better? People between them. I mean, I think in the past John
1: Jones has. But I think John Jones is washed now. To be honest with you.
0: Okay, but hold up. I'm saying in his in, before he's washed, did has John Jones fought better people in history? Oh, I mean, after John Jones,
1: John Jones fought literally a generation of like right a bunch of Hall of Famers right before they were done, and then he's beaten like DC twice and like had him like drooling on himself for sure. People always say DC is one of the best ever, but John Jones whooped his ass. Um, who, I agree. Israel Israel with? Right
0: now,
1: right Israel now, with nobody. Right now, I think right now Izzy's better than John Jones. Right, okay, but now. Mean, right that's different. John Jones is old now. My SARS statement was not who's the best of all time. I just said I think that right now the gun to my head, the best player in fire in the world is Israel Adesanya. End SARS. please, end SARS, like for real, and 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 take away John Jones' Twitter accounts—the worst thing in history. I can't. I literally <laughs> have to. I mean, he's getting close to getting to Kanye mute. He's ridiculous, dude. He's ridiculous right now. He's going three day rant about why he's the best in the world. He can't stop in his garage in, in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Is
0: he is he saying continue, Sars?
1: <laughs> he might as well because he has a he has a canine. Um, and he, his his favorite videos are him posting up videos of his dog attacking people with the outfits on. I'm like, dude, like you're literally twelve. You're um, twelve, <laughs> homie. Literally twelve. I mean, he was twelve when he got his sentence reduced because he got the snitch on steroids. People doing steroids. So I knew he was twelve. Yeah, he snitched. Yeah, he snitched.
0: He bit the cheese. He
1: bit the cheese. Yeah, and I knew he snitched because he he got to confirm a rumor that way back in the day the 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 USADA came to test him, and he confirmed that he hid under the gym floor when they came to find him, and he get in trouble at all for it. I'm like, dog, you got twelve on your back. You you got the twelve. He signed that contract willing to give up people with doing steroids. A bunch of people popped after that too. I was like, okay, interesting snitch. So I don't like John Jones that much anymore. It kinda makes him kinda he had to sell a lot to come back. You didn't gotta sell it that hard. i read you go I'd rather you kinda like crash and burn. That'd have been a lot more fun to watch. <laughs> um uh what? <laughs> uh but no. Uh, I always said though at the time, I was always saying John Jones the best fight in the world, regardless, last three fights been looking kind of rough. Even though I did on this show score that fight for John Jones, everybody was capping. I thought he did a great job. Um, been looking kind of rough lately, so I think Izzy's the best, but that's not what it's about. Ben got me on a tangent. Khabib uh beat Justin Gaethje round two submission. Um, what's crazy, Khabib is such a good grappler that Justin actually flew his parents out from Abu Abu Dhabi. I can't, I don't know why I can't pronounce it right now. Abu Dhabi, right? Abu Dhabi, he flew his parents out from Denver, Colorado, Abu Dhabi for. Oh. Oh, oh. And because he was gonna by by he was gonna honor his parents by retiring his mom today after winning his fight. It only took him twenty nine fights to retire his mom. That shows how MMA is. Took him four hundred years to do it, Jesus. Um, so he comes to fight, and Khabib is grappling and, and, and attempting submissions on him. He had him in an arm lock, and Khabib said, "I let go of his arm because I don't want to break his arm in front of his mom. So I just choked him out instead. So he goes to sleep. I was like, Oh my god, you're really good and also ridiculous." Um Apart from the sad thing about Khabib is who he aligns with um it, we'll get into that when me and Bam talk about geopolitics later found out was <laughs> reading this article on him on the guardian, some wild people Khabib rolls with um, Khabib retired to retire, which was a shock sort of to a lot of us. I think one of the most underused things and the most disgusting things about the UFC right now is that they're being a big part. Another good article to read is the UFC has been a big mechanism for the Trump campaign. So a ton of fighters are coming out in support of Trump. And also Trump is putting a lot of fighters along with his sons to go on tour buses around America saying the end socialism tour and all this stuff with his son and and, and having having people like Jorge Masvidal, because he's Latino and Cuban, speak in support of Trump, uh, which sucks because I like Jorge Jorge Masvidal. A lot of fighters. Justin Gage is a big Trump supporter. Um, a lot of these guys who are who's kind of the faces of UFC have um, been, been doing the Trump campaign lately. So it's been really hard to – as hard as it is for me already to enjoy UFC. It's been – all time hard for me right now. That was uh, cat. This is max pushing. I'm so the the only people I follow now like these three MMA people who are these female journalists. They're fantastic. Everybody else is whack, and they're really cool. Um. Uh. So, anyways, Khabib. Uh. He decided to retire. His dad sadly passed away due to coronavirus.
0: Oh yeah, I heard about that.
1: Yeah. Um. In his theory. dad, who, who actually never got to see Khabib fight in the UFC. And it's thir- I think eleven prior fights, but then once they started having him in Abu Dhabi, he was able to come to the fight. So he came to two fights, and then after that, after that, unfortunately, he passed away. He wasn't able to see this title defense Khabib got to do. So his dad didn't get to go to the one against Connor, but he got to go to the last one.
0: What did his dad die in the former USSR? USSR? Or? Yeah, his dad died in Russia. Okay.
1: Yeah, or Dagestan or whatever. Um, yes, that's Russia, son. I don't know what they're feeling. Um, so, don't be upset. Don't be I'm about what the peoples want. Um, okay. so Keep, keep talking. Uh, I'm just going to plug my phone in. Yeah, you're going to leave. So, anyways, um, yeah, Khabib, Khabib literally, um, it, 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 I think one of the most impressive things about Khabib is that a lot of people come into the UFC, such as Israel Adesanya. He, his approach was, I'm only going to come to the UFC when I'm ready. I'm a, 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 a Muay Thai I'm a kickboxer. I mean, I'm a kickboxer. I like to fight with striking. I need to work on my wrestling defense. I want to become – I want to make it almost impossible for, me to pe- for people to take me down. Khabib, he literally said all I do is grapple. And the, I, I, instead of me learning how to be a, a boxer, I'm going to learn a little bit of striking so I don't get my head knocked off. But I'm just going to be better than any grappler you could ever imagine, and I'm just going to keep doing it all the time. It's like the famous cult. People talk about, oh, this guy has 90% takedown, blah, blah, blah. Khabib says, DC, the reason you lost that fight, he literally said this, DC, the reason you lost that fight because you attempted one takedown, you got it, and then you got comfortable. If Justin t- stops me from taking me down 10 times, I'm going to try 11 times. I'm not going to keep, I'm going to keep trying takedowns. Khabib did. He went for it, got him on the ground, and sliced him up like it was nothing, just just destroyed him, grappled him, put that quad around his neck and choked him out. It was over. Bam's having a great time. It's just like me listening to his recaps. So shout out, shout out Khabib. Um, phenomenal career. I thought one of the most disgusting things after is a lot of the reporters asking if if Dana's gonna try to convince him to come back. I'm like, dude, the guy literally said that he prom he his mom told him not to fight in this fight, and he said, I have to, I'm just gonna do this one fight and I'm done. I swore to my mom I'm gonna, I'm not going to fight anymore, so I'm retiring today. The simple fact you're going to ask this dude during the camp his father died just shows you the shallowness of, of just the whole scope of MMA. That whole world is gross. It's it's gross and filled with a lot of shitty people. Yes. Uh, and, and, Caesar, Caesar uh, he's going to fight again, dog. i am be real with you. I don't think Khabib is because one thing I think I'll, I'll say about Khabib Out of all the fighters I've seen in the UFC and my time watching, I've never really kind of seen someone quite like him. You know, a lot of people would not say no to a Conor rematch. Conor came back and Khabib literally said, I'm never going to fight him again. He had his chance. It's over. Which is a big thing to say. A lot of fighters kind of just submit to UFC's will. He said no and he kept his word. He fought three times since then. Never fought him again. And that was the biggest check he ever got. So I'm going to believe him because – He's earned that right to, like, me to believe him for now. You know, and obviously all these dudes say they're going to retire. Anderson Silva says he's going to retire. He's already saying he might want to fight until he's 60. I'm like, I hate you so much. So wait, um, wait. wait. Uh, is, is Anderson Silva the one that broke his leg on that dude's leg? Yeah, he's fighting this Saturday. He hasn't won since that day, by the way. So <laughs> I think he's literally lost like a million in a row, but he's still cool to watch. Bieber's going to fight again. He has, he, has, he has, like, a little beer belly, and it's hilarious, but go off, though.
0: Okay, but caesar the difference, though, Khabib has a whole nation behind him. So he can, like, make decisions about Conor and stuff like that. But he's fighting again. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think – I don't
1: really know what fight would really interest him. I don't think anybody's out there. I mean, he beat everybody. He literally beat everybody. He's 29-0. What, what, what he? That's a crazy number. What, what weight class is he? He's a lightweight, which is the deepest, most – Talented division in UFC. What, Connor, like, what, what, Cowboy, all these dudes are in there. What,
0: what uh, weight is that? Like, how, what size? 155. 155? Yeah. Okay.
1: He that's something, so... he, He's, like, at 185. I think he cuts 35 pounds or some crazy number. Where does Israel fight? Israel? Israel fights at 185. <laughs> they're going to fight. <laughs> they're never going to fight. Literally, <laughs> they're going to fight. <laughs> they're going to fight.
0: Gonna, no, how, how old is Israel? There's a... Do you know? Okay, listen, listen. How, how old is he? Israel's 32. How old is Khabib?
1: 31, I believe. They're going to fight in two years. Listen, Khabib, Khabib goes to 155. There's a 170 pound division that Khabib doesn't fight in. Then he's going to jump and set when He's going to fight 185. Do you know? Khabib,
0: Izzy is he 6'4? Khabib is five ten. are how tall is uh that kickboxer dude? What kickboxer dude? The one that uh, fought the kickboxer you know what I'm talking about? The one that um Alistair Overeem? No, the the one that the one that St. Louis dude fought. That um uh, oh you talk about that Tyrone uh, Tyrell Woodley fought? Yeah, yeah, he fought like some Garrett kickboxer. Hill? He fought some kickboxer white guy. Darren Till, right?
1: the English dude from
0: Liverpool. I don't know. No, I don't think it was him. I think it was oh, somebody. Oh, Wonder Boy! Yes, Wonder Boy. Like no, he's kind of taller than that dog. Don't make me start singing Wonder Boy by Tenacious yeah. D. PS4 game, Wonder Don't 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 make me start uh, singing Wonder Boy. <laughs> <tall. laughs> you at know, a different you know,
1: Wonder He's five nine, right? Okay. Well, okay. Anyway, so be... yeah, you lost your point. Let's <laughs> It's it'll it'll ridiculous. Be... If that You'll fight be... happens, no one. I don't want to see that fight. Yeah, the, you he's know, put his face into the floor. I'm not believing that.
0: Khabib and Israel's gonna fight. No,
1: they are. Well, no, they're not. Okay, that's not what the show's about, anyways. So Khabib won. He retired. Now, allegedly, um, the the fight the, the this vacant belt in the air. A lot of people are speculating that the alleged Conor fight, which I think is Cap, because he's I don't think he's a real fighter anymore. He always says he is. I'm like, you fought one time. January 2020, like you're not really a fighter anymore. Who, who? Conor allegedly has a fight he agreed for in January. Um, he's like tweeting the Cowboys, like let me play in your stadium or some dumb shit. It's like so corny. Um, yeah, he's apparently this is gonna be the title fight. Allegedly, that's gonna be the rumor. We'll see what happens. Who would it? Who would it be against? It would be against Dustin Poirier. Uh, Khabib choked out both guys, by the way.
0: So, so you're a Khabib everybody guy that,
1: like, basically everybody that's, like, popping in a division, Khabib destroyed them all. So you're a Khabib guy all of a sudden. No, I mean, I never was not a Khabib guy. He's a great fighter, but, like... You said his hats are dumb. His hats were very dumb, but that's his thing, though. That's his culture, you know? He wants to wear them damn uh, igloo hats. Uh, free polar bears, though, but yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I just don't like... I, I don't think I like it about Khabib is... I know we talked about a long time ago about, like, dictators in areas and regimes and all stuff. The dude he rolls with is a horrible person. And Wait, it's is it
0: sad. is it K- K- uh K- 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 Yeah, Khadirov, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey man, yeah, yeah. hold up.
1: He'd be like really uh he'd have a lot of pictures of that dude. I'm like, hey, the, man,
0: the,
1: the, go. well, hold on, let but me just say, doesn't do like Ozil does and like kind of like flex about other players. I'm like he, he at least he doesn't do that.
0: Okay, but let me just say Kadirov is the uh the he runs Chechnya, Chechnya. area. Yeah. They're cool. Um Yes, and the UFC
1: guy Mr. Kadirov.
0: Yeah, and uh, he's been around for a while. But I will say this, as someone who knows about the region, also there's no polar bears in in that region. By the way, I don't know about that. It's too far south. Um, it used to be really bad in polar Chester. In San
1: Diego. Oh, go
0: ahead, sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's polar bears are lost in that island, but um, it used to be really turned up. There was a whole war there, and I'm not saying that I'm not the one to cape for a leader or for some governor dude or whatever, but there is some propaganda against him.
1: Okay, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Now, my only argument with the guy who wrote this article, Hakeem Sedan, I think his name is, I think what he does is cool because nobody in MMA talks about geopolitics but him. I can respect that he does that. Um, he wrote some articles talking about some of the human rights abuses that Kadyrov has had against gay people in the region and like some horrible things. And I agree with you as well, too. I think that there's two sides of your story. Not saying that maybe he hasn't done stuff, but I think it's important to read it, understand different areas. A lot of people like to write about stuff and think they have an understanding of a region. Even people who are like in MMA, like Luke Thomas, they – they may read about something a lot, but it's just never the same as you being in the an area. And it's just never the same as having multiple sources from the region. You know, when you have in one source, give you something's going on. It's tough to really like hard body agree with that. It's good to have something to have a disparity with. So you can really readily like feel like, what do I believe in? Yes or no. So yes. But also when he had, he was running his own MMA organization, he had some wild rules in there too. So I'm not gonna, I don't know, dude, dude, dude. Okay. He's
0: not clean squeaky clean. I'll
1: just no. say that. he's not squeaky clean. All right. No, he's not
0: squeaky clean. Who, who is who is in that region? Yeah. Well, I mean, and also like yeah, I mean it's kind of turned up Russia's a lot different than here, but also like I mean it, this is we're, we're, we're not going we're, we're not going to get all into the geopolitics, but I will say this. <laughs> it was turned up in Chechnya. It was turned up. one of the big dudes who was a separatist Chechen jihadi fighter Shishani, he ended up in Syria and he was trained by the CIA. <laughs> oh, big geopolitics band with the flex <laughs>
1: drop right there. I mean, that's why we would have had the best MMA show ever. We should just switch over. Literally be so easy. They already be sending us press passes to go to UFC events we're not going to go to. Oh, God, that one.
0: would suck so that bad. That would be so rough.
1: No, a lot of them are just doing like Zoom meetings. I'm down. We'll do the same thing. I don't want to. That's never too go. many. Guys never go. I don't want to press pass either.
0: I don't
1: uh, want to be a. I don't want to end up like a bro like you. No. Okay. Anyways. Wow. Way. Way to sneaky diss me into the show. Uh, is, love doing this podcast. Um, uh, last thing I'll say is that I think that uh, I I disagree with the UFC giving Khabib pound for pound number one. Um, I think although Jon Jones was on some weird drunk rant on Twitter, there was some truth to it. It's really disrespectful to him to to take him off number one based on not losing any fights recently. I said personally uh, right now my favorite is he, but I'm not the pound for pound list maker. I think that John Jones still will deserve that number one spot to take it away from him when Khabib has only had four title defenses in his career. John Jones has 15 title defenses and he's still fighting, dude. Like it's kind of like a little iffy. And John Jones is apparently making a move to heavyweight. So I'm excited to see what happens with cocaine and heavyweights. It'll be a good time. Hopefully, he never fights a black person there. Probably going to fight in Ghana, though, because you know the UFC. First fight's going to be in Ghana. You know, it is what it is. But anyways, yeah, so that's my MMA recap. Uh, Benawasa I did it. Won't want
0: to do a sub show of Bampa. but we'll see what happens. Yes, and we can always do that when you're whenever you're up for it. Um, anyway, episode 176, The Labor of No Love... We made a podcast. Say what? What's the cover going to be? Um, you don't know.
1: Free, free to the Discussion Society on Thursday. Make sure y'all check the www.freediscussionsociety.com. Follow my boy Tark at Mufasa's Taquitos. I don't know if there's an X there or not. Something like that on Twitch. Um, uh, please do. Your boy sees us back streaming now. We made it sees on YouTube Everybody got YouTube. I better see some subs on there. Everybody got YouTube. I didn't tell you to download Twitch. You got YouTube on your phone. So follow your boy on there. I'd be playing some Among Us. There's, a, there's a definitely a video where Bam is playing and he betrayed my heart and soul just to get a dub. And you just see how shallow some people get in this world. But yeah.
0: <laughs> that video is great. I showed it to KD, she was dying. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm making
1: a, a video out of it to post, and I, it's hard. It's hurting me every time I edit it. I'm like, I can't believe how stupid I look here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holler.